got what you want. We got what you need. Come and light it up, up. Come and join the team. And we're back. What's up? <laughs> to our returning listeners, thank you. Uh, we're here for you, for the fans, by the fans. To any new listeners, welcome to the Blazer Gang podcast. We'd love to have you here. Uh, thank you for joining us. We hope you stick around this season. We got a whole bunch of new content coming this year. I mean, we got the YouTube channel going up. We got that playing right now. Uh, we're going to be on We're going to do live posts on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Periscope, Facebook, all that stuff. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. We're taking live questions all day long. If we're here, we want to hear from you. Uh, and, of course, you can always find the podcast if you're not into the videos. Uh, you can find the podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, Google Music, uh, on Anchor. You're just going to search Blazer Gang Podcast. Uh, yeah, we're back. We are. I'm excited. <laughs> it's a new season. It's the road to the championship. Yeah, hey, man. 2020 season, man. I it's see. our year. 50th year, year anniversary. Sure. Second yes. championship. Mm-hmm. Man, I went to the uh, game the other day against the uh, Nuggets. They yeah. Was at the Memorial the Coliseum. Opener. Man, that, that was pretty dope. That was my first time in there, man. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You know, just being there, 50th anniversary, home opener. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've only been in there one time. I went mm-hmm. to the, when they unveiled, unveiled the, the court. Back okay. during the summer, they did a, did a little event in there, and I got invited through my work. Okay. Uh, kind of finesse my way oh, yeah. in there, you know? <laughs> I've actually, uh, I don't think I have been to the Memorial Coliseum, so. It's, it definitely, it feels like it's old. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's small, too, man. Like, yeah. I was I was all the way up top watching the game, but I felt like I was in the 200 level at the Motor Center. What's yeah. the capacity on that? I don't know, a couple thousand. I don't know. I think I, I want to say it's like around like nine or ten. Okay. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Nah, it feels small, though. Yeah. Definitely not the Motor Center. Center. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we get started, I want to remind all y'all to follow us on Facebook as Blazer Gang, on Instagram as Official Blazer Gang, and on Twitter at Blazer underscore Gang. You follow us on there, like us, subscribe us, make us feel good about ourselves a little bit. <laughs> we love hearing from y'all, uh, but let's just get right into this, boys. Uh, first, I'm Boyd. I'm Chris, man. And I'm Wang. And we're one big happy family. Yes. <laughs> Blazer family. So let's start off. Uh, let's get right into predictions. Season's right around the corner. I think we got like two and a half weeks to the first game mm-hmm. on the 23rd. Uh, and I had to do a lot of thinking about this because with all the roster turnover this year, like it's really hard to predict. In the past, with all, you know, most of the team, you know, 10 out of the 15 guys being the same every single year, uh, you know, it was it was a little easier to, to make an assumption of how guys are going to be. But... What are we going to get at Bazemore? What are we going to get from Mario? What are we going to get from Whiteside? All those things factor in to the win total. Uh, but, Chris, let, let's start off with you. Uh, what's your take on, like, how this season's going to shake out? I think um, we're still going to be a top seed in the West. The top seed? No, one of the <laughs> okay. top seeds. I'm not going to say number one. No, I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. But I do see us a top four, one of the top four seeds out in the West. Um, Probably behind the Nuggets and Clippers and Rockets, not in that particular order, mm-hmm. but I still see us having home court advantage mm-hmm. when the season ends. You know, I think a lot of people count us out. People saying, you know, us losing Chief and uh, Mo Harkless, they think that's a, a detriment to us. But I think, you know, with the addition of Bazemore, you know, he's very, he's very pesty on defense. You know, seven steals in that seven game. Seven steals, yeah, yeah um, nice. against hmm. the Nuggets. So I like Bazemore, the resigning Hood. You know, I think Hood, he's going to be very. Mm-hmm very integral in, the, in our success. So I like our chances still. Who starts over? Bazemore? Do you like Bazemore in the starting lineup or do you like Hood? I the think scoring I'll, or the defense? F- see, and there you go. See, that's a good problem to have if you want to go scoring <laughs> so, or defense. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, I would like to have Hood in that starting lineup, you know, just because uh, he's been here the longest. And if we do need that defensive, you know, presence, then we'll switch Bazemore. And I think it's just, it just depends on who we're playing against that night. Right. But for sure, I have Rodney start. Underrated, underrated uh, factor with those two guys. They're both lefties. Right. So we always have a lefty on the floor. Uh, it, it's just, it just adds a little bit more dynamic to your game, you know, mm-hmm. when you got a guy that's more comfortable going left. Obviously, anybody in the NBA can go left, but if that's your dominant hand, right. it changes the game a little bit. It's just going to catch the guys off guard on who's guarding them because everybody's, you know, like yeah. you said, everybody wants to guard somebody who's right-handed. Mm-hmm. You hit him with a lefty, they'll be like, oh, hold on, we got right. game plan differently. So Now what about a win total? Hmm? A win total. Win total. Um, Drop it. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too good on the win totals, but 
Ooh, because it's so much movement in the West, you know, with, with the Everybody. Lakers re-upping, Clippers and everything. So all these games are going to count. But I'm going to say at least 48. Okay. What about you, what, Mike? What I know is, you're the betting is, guy. What does Vegas have right now? It's like 45.5 or something? I think it's 45. Well, we'll get over 45. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to so, say I'm going to stick with 48. I'll put money on that tonight. So yeah. here's the thing. The, uh, the Blazers passed five out of the six seasons have surpassed the preseason win projections. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't listen to the pundits, not ESPN. I listen to myself. All right. Um, All right. I'm pretty confident with that. <laughs> so I'm seeing the Blazers around, you know, 50, 51 wins. 50, Last okay. year we had mm -hmm. 53 wins. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of situations. There's, there's a lot going on, especially in the Western Conference with the Rockets. With, mm -hmm. I know how, how is uh, Westbrook and Harden going to mesh? Is AD going to be healthy with the Lakers? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, which is already not. Yeah, and the Clippers right. already don't have Paul George for the beginning of the season. Yeah. So there's there's a lot going on there, um, and we have 13 out of our 18 games away. So um, I think that might you know be a big factor in shooting us at that 45.5 is where Vegas has us. Mm -hmm. But because we still have those core pieces um, from the start from the start of last season into the playoffs, I believe that we can get 50 to 51 wins. All right. All right. I'm right with Wang. I'm my, my guess was 51 and 31. Okay. I think that's what our record is going to be. I don't think it's like, you get, it's two, two more losses than last year, but I don't think yeah. it's a step back. I just mm -hmm. think it's because the West, everybody in the West got better. Right. Even Phoenix got better just intrinsically from, you know, growing together right. as a team. I'm not saying they're going to be so, anything, right. but Everybody in the in the whole conference, it seems, did something to get better. I guess maybe OKC didn't, but right now, after, <laughs> after the shot, you Thanks know, Dame, Dame. Yeah. you done broke up a whole franchise. <laughs> so the city's gone. But um, uh, I think I think I'm actually gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say second in the Northwest Division. Mm -hmm. Okay. Third in the West. Third in the West. I think West, we're gonna okay. be right behind Denver because I really like Denver. Right. Um, I think we're gonna be neck and neck with them most of the year. Uh, but I think I think we can still get that third seed in the West, and uh, keep me honest on these <laughs> on this prediction, mm -hmm. uh, especially y'all followers. Yeah. Uh, we want to know what you think, so chime in on on our social medias. Let us know what your predictions for this season are. Are we doing a gentleman's bet on this, or? <laughs> oh yeah, whoever has the worst prediction has to do something at the end of the season. Okay, uh, what are we gonna right. do there? It's got something. You guys can think of something too. So, <laughs> right, so got anything? Chime in our Twitter account, yeah. Instagram, and so, Facebook. So we got 48. I got 48 in the four seed. I got 51 in the three seed. And I'll go with 50. 50? Yeah, 50, 51. Uh, third seed. Third, third seed. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we're going to have a close battle. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's that one game. Hopefully no one's on load management. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, but who, who do you guys, like, one through eight, like, who, who do you have in, the, in those seeds? Like, oh, man. It's, who do you have number like, one? Clippers. You got the Clippers? I got the Clippers. Okay. I got the Clips. I got Clippers, Denver, and then Portland. Okay. Um, See, I, me personally, I was going to go with the Clippers, but with the Rockets, I feel like they, they still have the same team, basically, yeah. except for, you know, the trade of uh, Russell. Right. Yeah. And for, them playing, you know, back uh, a couple years ago on OKC together, I just feel like they're going to have that, that chemistry and they're going to come out like gangbusters, man. It's definitely going to be interesting how the Rockets are going to be able to formulate everything going on with, you know, Westbrook being added to that team. Right. Mm. You know, how is Harden going to mesh with them? See, I know they did in OKC, but that was when Harden was like the sixth man. Right. And they also had Durant right. and Ibaka. So. so do you think they're going to fight over the ball? Like, oh, I want the last shot. Oh, I want this triple-double. Like, how do you think it's going to play out? Westbrook's got an ego. You, know, you think no so? One, no one knows. Everyone I mean, well, he does have an ego, but they're yeah. both ISO players. Yeah. Right. Then that's like, how are you going to mesh that? Because like CP3, I feel like fit a little bit better with mm -hmm. James Harden because of his playing style. But then you, uh, I'm not saying he's better necessarily than Russell Westbrook, but right. in that fit, in that right. system, you know? So that's going to be the key for that team to me is like, it's either going to gel and they're going to be an upgrade mm -hmm. from where they were, or it's going to knock them down to the fourth, fifth seed, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah. I do have the Lakers slotted as two. The what? The Lakers. At two. I love my LeBron. I love my LeBron. You guys heard it first. But Man, we're going to have to kick you I know, out. AD, I'm sorry. AD, it's time AD to go home. But AD, go as long as AD stays healthy, because AD's, <laughs> okay. you know, he already has another thumb injury that just happened a couple yeah. of days ago. So Sprint as long as he's staying healthy, Lakers are... Lakers are two. Lakers at two. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he's he's gonna lose the bet this year. He's yeah. Lose the bet. I, don't, I don't believe in them at all. Cause I mean, they're 
They're going to make the playoffs, though, still. Yeah, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. But it's like part of it is because I'm a Blazer fan, and Mm. there's just no fiber of my being that enjoys anything about the Lakers or their fan base. Yes, at me on Twitter if you want to get into it. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I just – my thought when they got AD and LeBron and everything and they started pulling this team together, Danny Green, Mm -hmm. Avery Bradley, I'm just like, okay – uh, so how are they going to mess it up this year? <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, I, I have the Lakers making the playoffs probably in the lower half of the seeding. Mm-hmm. Two, you know, that's kind of high. Uh, but, yeah, Rockets number one for me. I got the Clippers coming in number two. I know Paul, Paul George is going to start off uh, not playing, but I think once he comes in, it's yeah. going to be like clockwork for them. And he's, he's shown that he can come back from injury oh, yeah. pretty easily. And, and I mean, play like nothing's missing. But, um, yeah. yeah, I have the Clippers coming in number two with – Kawhi and Paul George and Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. and then uh, Harold. Montrez, Harold, like that's man, Lou Williams. Defensively, that's horses. crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's uh, a low key. Great. That's one of my two K teams. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys, do you guys have any teams, uh, surprise teams that are going to make it into the playoffs? You know who I have? I I have Dallas, yes. yep. Kings, and New Orleans right on the cusp of making it. Okay. So how do you rank those three though? Those like just three, those three in a nutshell. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. New Orleans, Dallas, then Kings. I like you that. Know. I like that. New Orleans is actually one of my like sleeper. They might be able to sneak up in that eight seed. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they just they they've got a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. They're they're right. young, obviously, but like when you got depth like that, you can you can compete. Mm-hmm. And they got Zion. Yeah, they got Zion. Zion's beasted, man. Yeah. He was. Ooh, I feel oh, bad man. for Ed Davis, yeah. man. I was like, you letting this yeah, 19-year-old run you over he like that? He was going that? on Gobert too. He was. Yeah, like, he's trying. He's going for everybody. Zion said, "Man, move out the way. I'm coming for y'all." Yeah. It reminds me of when Dame was a rookie, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it was like his first game against the Lakers, and he just drove in straight on Dwight, and Dwight just like checked him right at the rim. Oh yeah. <laughs> the difference is Zion Williams is six six and like 275 pounds. Right. It's a bowling ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I got the Rockets, Clippers, Nuggets. Uh, they they're basically the same team. Uh, they did pick up, I want to say, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant from OKC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got the young boy, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, PJ. You know, yeah. he he looks pretty healthy, so I like him. He's like six nine. You know, he can handle yeah. the ball. He looked pretty smooth bit. in that game. He didn't get a ton of run. They didn't play him until the second yeah. half, but he looked but pretty no, smooth. But he he looks pretty good. So I, I had them third, Blazers fourth. Jazz fifth. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Jazz yeah. uh, with the addition of Mike Conley. Man, like he gives us problems. Yeah, you know, he always does. So. He, he's one of those Blazer killers. Yeah, um, I think the Jazz are going to be like a boring good team. You think like, so? They're going to be good, but I don't. Their their style play is not flashy. Yeah, I don't right. like, like their style play. They got Gobert in the middle to anchor them, you know, in the vet with Conley, and then you mm-hmm. got Ingles and, and some of those guys. But I mean, imagine just Conley when he played at Memphis. It was right. it was slow and but he got the watch. job He's a good, done, man. Yeah, he I got like, the job I like done. Conley. He did get the job done, but it was not fun to watch the Grizzlies play. Right. <laughs> and then they got the uh, shooter. What's his name? I can't pronounce it. Brogdanovich. Yeah. From Indiana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they're, they're a complete yeah. squad, man. They did. I, I I don't follow Utah that much, but mm-hmm. I, I know a couple Utah fans that are kind of, like, worried about losing uh, Derek Favors, who oh, yeah. is also mm-hmm. in New Orleans now. Right, like, right. Um, so a lot of people are saying that that could be a bigger hit than people think, mm-hmm. uh, just as, like, a glue guy, you know, a 6'10", 6'11", guy that just goes after it. Right. Ed Davis is a similar player, but he doesn't have the skill set. Right. That Derek Favors has, you know, right. uh, so that could could potentially hurt their depth. Um, mm. But let's let's get into the Blazers' depth yes, a little bit. Sir. We got a lot of new players, a lot of new faces. Uh, who are you most excited about? I'll start, and I've been, I've said this since the day he signed. Uh, Hizonia, Mario Hizonia, I think can be really big for us. He's a more athletic Evan Turner. <laughs> okay. You know, and people are like, oh, he can't shoot. Like, you always talk about he can't shoot. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, as long as, he's over, as long as he's over 17% or okay. whatever, Evan Turner was, right. I'll take I'll take 30. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, but that's E.T. Twice was only shooting like one three a game. Yeah, it's true. But I think Mario, he's going to have at least two or three looks a game, you know, right. just with our roster. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, how many did he shoot uh, against the Nuggets? Like, he shot a couple. I, I don't think. know. I'll have to pull that up, but... um. Now he like he'll have that open corner three playing alongside with Damon CJ. Mm-hmm. So throughout the year, I think he'll his percentage should get better. 
because it's a wide open three. It's the shortest, the shortest three in the league, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, he'll have that corner three. Um, I was definitely impressed by him in the. I love watching the Nuggets play. Style, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just like he's trying to run. Forward. He's trying yeah, to he's run. A point forward. Like, yeah, I it just reminds me of like pickup games. You yeah, know? like, and I think he was saying he wanted to push the tempo this year yes. for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think he's a great addition, man. Like he's a dog. Like he doesn't back down from anybody. Yeah. I just like his energy. You mm-hmm. know, he's six nine. I, I saw this when he was drafted. First, he was like the fourth or fifth draft pick. Mm-hmm. He was in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, played in Orlando for two years, which is just like uh, that's where draft picks go to die right um and then uh <laughs> and then you know he so it didn't work out there he almost came to portland and he chose to go to new york instead uh for one season and kind of had a weird role at times but late in the season uh they gave him the reins mm-hmm. and he had a he had one or two triple doubles he was scoring in the 20s like he was showing that he has that ability but it again it's the knicks and you can right. only do so much when you're in a franchise that's run poorly like that with from top level down Mm -hmm. you know so i think being with terry stotts leading him you know i saw pictures of him doing film sessions after Mm, practice the other day uh being with lillard and cj and that locker room culture i think can really bring out the best in him and he could probably in my mind have his best season yet oh yeah it's it's not it's a nice age trade-off too because et is 30 and Zony has a year younger than he's 24 Mm. so yeah I like I like Mario, man. Um, we haven't even talked about the big man, Hassan. What are, what are you guys' thoughts we on Hassan? We got shooters. We got shooters. Hold on, we got, we got, we got the, the switch. Yeah, right plug here. it real quick. Shooters. You know, check that out. Cultural yeah. blends down in Lloyd Center. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hassan, man, I, I like him as a defensive president for us, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a major upgrade. Um, I think a lot of people were kind of sleeping on him, man. Like even a couple of years ago, like he read or led the league in blocks per game. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, rebounding, he could get double digits in the rebounding department. I think he's going to be major for us. You know, setting those screens for Damon CJ. You know, I seen him practice in that little twenty footer. Mm-hmm. So maybe he could add that. And it'll he's be a nice. He's plus. a nice threat because like going inside when when Dame and CJ are driving in because Dame said uh, or CJ sorry excuse me said he wanted to get to the line more he wanted to get mm-hmm. into the paint like Dame does and uh having a guy like Whiteside that can just clean up the boards or get exactly. the drop off passes the oops he's so long yeah. yeah like you don't you're not worried about him you know driving to the basket but like when you're inside like you can't beat those arms right <laughs> so he, he I mean he's going to be in the back of the mind of you know people who are driving you yeah know. While we're on defense. Exactly. Like, Somebody slides over to help, they're going to be like, yeah. ah, white side's right behind me. Because, like, the past couple of years, like, teams, they attack our middle. Like, they're, mm-hmm. I mean, no disrespect to Nurk and everything like that, but, like, people aren't scared of us when they're driving to the paint. But mm-hmm. now, having Hassan, I think people are going to, like, really double, like, <laughs> overthink themselves. Like, man, do I want to go up in there against Hassan? So, yeah. And you pair that with, like, Zach Collins. Right. Mm-hmm. Or imagine when Nurk comes back. I'm not saying they're gonna play together, mm-hmm. but right. just having one of them on the floor almost at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm um, I'm curious how his offensive game is gonna thrive. You know how you were mm-hmm. talking about the pick and roll with mm-hmm. Dame. You know we Dame was like number one with Nurkic in the NBA rank for pick and rolls, okay. and um, he was high up there with Myers too. Mm. And so being able for Hassan to be able to you know push up. Get Dame that open, open look, and being able to you know screen and flip over to mm-hmm. maybe an oop or something. That's going to be very, that's going to be something that you know is going to be added to an offensive role for Hassan. And I, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like it. but speaking on uh, on his offense though, like if I remember correctly, that was one of the issues in Miami was mm-hmm. he felt that he should be getting more touches, he should be more involved in the offense. Now coming to Portland, he, I don't know if you can have that same mindset. What do you think about that? Um, I no, I agree. Like the mindset of how you know we already have Damon CJ as yeah. focal points in the offense. Um, I think Hassan should be playing as that guy that you know sets those picks and rolls. He's a big dude, so he mm-hmm. should be able to um, you know use his whole body to open up for Dame. Um, and then at the same time, he's gonna be able to get those boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, those offensive boards are gonna be huge. You know, um, that was something we were lacking at times, especially since we got rid of Ed Davis. Yeah. Um, so being for was Hassan, um, I think he just needs to play it by ear for the first, you know, like 10, 20 games, seeing how the offense go, is going through him. Yeah. And then from there, he, he should just be able to, you know, figure out, okay, maybe I should just get these boards. And then yeah. from there, 
move on. Mm-hmm. But I still, I still think that there's going to be a lot of alley-oops to him, man. Yeah. You know how when he was in Miami, yeah. like D-Wade was always looking for him. All you got to do is throw the ball up to the yeah. right, man. He's going to go get it. Like He's seven feet tall. He could jump. Um, and plus him and um, CJ, you know, they work out during the offseason. So I think they have chemistry built already. Oh, really? So, yeah, man. I, I, I noticed that. that. No, nah, um, they, they've been, uh, you know, working out the past couple seasons together. So that chemistry part, man, I think is going to show on the court this season. Mm. And it's, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm I'm glad that we have Hassan, man. Same here. It's it really that pickup saved us with the Nurkic injury. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I mean, just like last year, having Cantor was like a blessing because otherwise we really would have been screwed at the center position. Uh, but now this year, having Whiteside as a buffer, and then you know down the road we're obviously gonna have to figure some things out how that's gonna work. Uh, but it definitely is gonna help us. Uh, so let's let's move on a little bit. So Dame. Uh, got uh, number nine on ESPN's top 100. Everybody, I mean, in Portland at least, assumes he's a lock for the All-Star. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But what about CJ? Uh, well, here's the thing. The ESPN yeah. had CJ at 13 on that ranking. Which you would assume would be an All-Star. Yeah, which you would assume would be an All-Star. Um, I had a list of players, you know, that he potentially could be competing against. It's like mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. Devin Booker, who hasn't got one yet. Mm-hmm. Did Jamal Murray last year? He didn't. He also got... He was no, close. He was close. He was close. Then now you got D'Angelo Russell that came. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you lose, we, you, we haven't even talked about, you know, the Clippers guards, you know, and the yeah. Rockets guards. Yeah. So. yeah. That's kind of... There's a lot, of, a lot of names on that list. Yeah. But, I, I mean, if, if it's any year, it's this year. CJ's... I think, and here's the thing: he's trending upwards. If, in and if play. he can make that jump, like that's gonna make us. I mean, not. I mean, it's all star designation. It's not right. like it's crazy or anything. But uh, I, if he can make that jump, I think it's gonna be because our season is just, you know, going mm-hmm. just how we plan. Right. Uh, everything's working out. So fingers crossed for that. Uh, I want to shout out. Uh, Hugo V six 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 one on IG for that question. Let us know what you think, Hugo. Uh, will CJ be an All Star this year? Uh, and listeners and viewers, let us know what you think if he's going to make that jump or not. Mm. Um, I, actually, adding on to that, um, I think also there's going to be an uptake uptick in assists for CJ and Dame both. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think CJ was averaging last year three. His career average is around three. I, mean, I think got he'll better shooters. Around, yeah. So, so I mean, it's a no brainer that Dame and CJ should be. You know, getting a little more assist. So I got a question: yeah. Is Dame average a double double this That's year? That's what. I, I, oh, oh, is that no. what you about to say? I was. I'm not going to say oh, okay. he's averaging a double double. I'm going to say he's going to have a lot of games with double doubles. Okay. But he's not going to average a double double. You don't, I'm think, seeing you don't around, think he get ten assists a game? No, because I think a career, career around a career he's like seven assists. Seven. Yeah. So I'm thinking around eight point five assists is what okay. he's going to average around. But a lot of double doubles. Right. Because last year his assists uh, output went up. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember going to a game against uh, the Indian pa- Indiana Pacers, you know, close to the end of the season. I think he had like 14 assists that night. Like, I, I see those options this year. I think he could. I think he could get 10 assists that's, a game. That's that's three more assists per game since last year. You don't see that happening. That's kind of, I, man. I, I don't I'm going to say he's going. It's he's going tough to, get a to average 10. Like yeah, that's I, tough. I mean, look, you, know. you get a couple extra passes to Hassan for the oops. You know, that's that could be two or three right there. Yeah, averaging what you did last year. You know, hitting the open three on the corner and then just a little pick and roll. Oh man, y'all not seeing my vision, man. That's tough. I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying he won't have games where he has 12, 13 assists, right. yeah. but it's just like to average 10. Like, that's tough. Um, mm-hmm. That's because. He's got the vision, yeah. but everybody's got to knock down the shots. And I that guess part of it is recency bias with what we've had in the past when he's kicking those shots to the corner, right. you know, and who's getting that pass. Right. Not going to name any names. Not nah, don't do it. You know, new season, <laughs> new, you know. <laughs> right. But uh, so he definitely, it's possible, but I, I don't know. Um, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put my money on it. Okay. A couple of days ago, Duris Burke asked Dame, um, you know, every year you seem to be adding a new trait into your offensive game. Mm-hmm. And she asked him the same question. What is the new trait that you're going to be added this year? And he said, you know, it's more situational when I'm driving in the paint. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with the ball next? Not just me taking a bad shot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think he is cueing that he's going to be throwing the ball a little more, you know, to those shooters. He's like, I'm going to trust my players, my teammates. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it kind of sounded like he did take a little shot at, Aminu and uh, Harkless <laughs> when he was saying that, but it was you know like just light play, right? So 
he said he's going to trust his shooters and just keep give, kick, kicking them the ball and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so. Bazemore and Hood can knock down those corner shots, but here's the other thing about them is they can also pump fake and put it on the floor and get two dribbles into a mid-range or even drive into the lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you saw that that sweet uh, nutmeg pass he had in the oh, preseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, that, that was clean. That was yeah. clean. Yep. Those kind of things are going to be there because people are going to be selling out on him, you know? Right. Uh, so who do you guys think um, – we got a few more players I want to touch on, but let's talk about six-man consideration. Okay. So the the three candidates that really stick out, at least to start the season, you know, once Nurt comes back, you, know, you, you add him or Whiteside into that conversation, depending on who's actually starting, um, which, for the record, Nurkic should be the starter, but coming off an injury, mm-hmm. you know, you got to ease him back in. You don't want to just throw him into the fire. Uh, but let's go Hood, Bazemore, Mario, Anthony Simons, uh, who do you who do y'all think is going to be that six man for Portland? Not necessarily six man of the year, but for us. Yeah, I I think it's Simons. Uh, he's, he's so he's, smooth. He is. He's <laughs> been shooting lights out in the preseason. He's been shooting lights out in um, summer league. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, dude can get the buckets. And mm. I think we said this before. How many minutes do we think Simons is going to have? Um, and I my answer I believe was around 15 minutes. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes, and he'd be averaging around 12 points. Yeah. So, Give him that 12, um, that 12 I, piece, huh? Yeah, that All 12 right. piece, that 12 piece chicken McNuggets. All right. Um, I, and the reason why I think this is, you know, he's he's got a lot to prove still. You know, yeah. it's, the NBA season hasn't started yet. He has proved it before in Summer League, and he did last year in the regular season against the Kings. But he wants to actually show that he can, you know, be compete, consistent. Yeah, be mm-hmm. consistent and be that glue guy on the bench that can really back up CJ and Dame. Okay. I tried to tell y'all last year. Right. I tried to tell you. What did you, you tell us? That everybody was like, who's the backup point guard? We got oh, no okay. backup point guard. Curry's leaving. I said, you got to give Simons the run. Yeah. But he's nine, he was 19 at the time. Right. People yeah. skeptical. I get it. But when you can ball, you can ball. Mm. You know, don't matter your age. Don't matter your size. People have shown that. And time he can and time shoot. Again. Like, he, yeah. it's, it's a nice looking shot. Like, he's got, you know, freaking... I don't know what's inside his shoes, but he can jump out. Oh of yeah, gym. He, he, he got some yeah. house. He got some bunnies. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I like I like Anthony. Um, me personally, I just like Bays more, man. Like him coming off the bench. If if we don't use him as a starter, mm-hmm. he's inner his energy is going to bring a spark to our bench and just you know he just does so many things. Like I say, he's he's going to yeah. be a pesky defender. I like you his know, grit. We yeah. need we need that perimeter defense um at times because that was one of our. Are bad points, you know, mm-hmm. for the season. Yeah. Um, and he's a streaky shooter. He can get hot. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what's his three-point percentage, like 35? I think it's respectable. So he can't hit that shot. He'll go to the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll look for the open man. So I think him being that Swiss Army knife for us, uh, I like Bazemar as our sixth man. Yeah, he's, he's going he's gonna to be underrated, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be a guy that – Maybe only has eight points here and there, you know, ten points. But he's going to be guarding probably the best, you know, wing player. Right. Uh, unless it's somebody way bigger than him, you got to switch it up with his own year or something like that. But he's going. He's going to fill the box score up. You yeah. Know? And then all those hustle plays that aren't going to necessarily show up in the box score, mm-hmm. he'll be that type of guy for us. So. He's going to be a guy that you know, you you know when he's not playing. Right. Like if he's out because he tweaked his ankle, you're going to know it because of that hustle. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven steals. It's yeah. preseason. Yeah, it's, it's everybody's good, sloppy. It's a but great that's replacement crazy. for Amino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was that workhorse for us? You know, these past seasons. Yeah, I think for me, I think it's going to be Ant as the sixth man for us. I, I'm fully on that train. All right, <laughs> so. all right. We're, me and Boyd are riding that bus. All right, I'm gonna be the odd man out, man, and go with man base more. I'm, I'm surprised you got none of you guys said Hazonia. You guys really, really love him. Well, I mean, I, I am high on him, but I just yeah. think he's. He's gonna be a little more of a glue, not as much like uh, he's he's not gonna be relied on to score. Okay. He's gonna mm-hmm. be more of a facilitator, yeah. I feel, and he'll get his cuts to the basket and stuff like that. Uh, we got a question from one of our writers, one of our writers, Brody. Uh, make sure y'all check his stuff out online on Blazergonian.com. We got the Rip City rant. Uh, Brody and other writers are putting stuff on there at weekly. Shout uh, out Brody. So, his question was, uh, what's a five-man lineup you'd like to see this year? Man, that's a tough question. I can start. 
You, you, guys are gonna, you guys are going to give me heat for this. Right. Um, as long as it's not the same one I have written down. <laughs> it's Dame, CJ, Mario, Zach, and Whiteside. I like, like you guys were saying with okay. Mario, being able to facilitate the ball and being that point forward, especially when I saw him in the preseason, I was really impressed mm-hmm. with um, how he can facilitate that ball around. And, you know, leaving, um, he can leave D- Dame and CJ open on the, on the outsides by just being able to drive and kick out, mm-hmm. especially when if we if we need to change up the offense a little bit, he's he's a tall dude too, six eight, mm-hmm. yeah, um, as a small for- and he's positioned as a small forward. So, right. um, and then also the fact that we have we can spread out Zach and Whiteside, mm-hmm. um, you know, Whiteside being inside and Zach playing a little bit um, exterior. So if we really need to get that ball, you know, sh- on the outside wings and shooting some threes. That's that's the lineup I would have. I've seen kind some of like Duke basketball. I've seen some clips from practice when he's driving in and giving that wrap around to the corner pass, mm-hmm. and like that's something he can do with his size. He yeah. can explode to the rim if he if they got to meet you at the rim. You know that guy's gonna be open on the other side. Yeah. Uh, Who's your five? My five is a small ball lineup. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking Zach Collins at the center. Okay. Mario, the power forward. Okay. Bazemore, CJ, and Dame. All right. Ooh, I you thought got, you were going to say Ant at the three. <laughs> <laughs> like extra sport. Yeah. You got Because you got Bazemore that will provide that defensive edge. Okay. Right? Uh, and, and Collins can hold it down. And this is, like, situational. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see this for 20 minutes a night. <laughs> right. But if the other team wants to go small, you know, like a lot of people do, put Collins in the center. He can shoot anywhere on the floor. Okay. All these guys, anyway, I mean, you know, Mario is the worst shooter out there. In mm-hmm. that situation, and he could still score. Uh, but you got Bazemore to back up t- uh, Dame and CJ on defense. Dame and CJ are gonna do what they do, okay. and then who who's the weak point? You know, if you're on right. defense, like who are you not gonna guard to help? It depends. Now, Zach, if Zach's hitting that, you know that mid range, that high post shot, mm-hmm. then okay, I see your point. But he has to hit that shot this yeah. year. But if not, yeah. I would see Zach being. The weak point on that, but I hope he does progress to his, hit that. He his has mechanics are getting better. Yeah, because yeah, I think his rookie year he was shooting thirty nine percent. Then his sec- sophomore year he was shooting like forty four percent. So okay. it's been going. So he's going up. It's been yeah. yeah. As long as he can consistently make those shots, right. we're gonna he's gonna be at that. And I yeah. do like that lineup. And See, I, I did notice like in the preseason games, his he's way he's a lot more square with the basket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not so staggered like he used to be. Right. And his release looks just a little bit smoother, more like a jump shooter, not, you know, a center trying to right. shoot the ball. And then to the point we haven't even talked about Pau Gasol. So oh, is my that, gosh. If Zach, <laughs> if, if Zach, you know, learns something uh, from him, then that could be helpful, you know. Yeah. So Zach yeah. being at that four spot. I forgot spot. about Pau. Yeah, see, <laughs> we you, had a whole bunch of guys at you, it. Yeah. Did you see the quote between, like, Paul, uh, Pau, not Paul, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Gasol. Right. <laughs> Between Pau and uh, and Dame, and Dame was like, uh, I can't remember where I saw this, uh, but it, it, Dame was like, you know, you, you've been to three championships, I just want to get to one. Right. What do I got to do? And Pau was like, how hard do you want to work? Right. Because, like, Pau knows whatever, you know, he came here, came here for a reason. Mm-hmm. He could have gone anywhere. Like, anybody needs a, a vet center to, to coach the young guys up. But he came here probably because he saw there's potential, and if exactly. we can just unlock it yeah. – and and there was another one by CJ in the, the same article I read. It was, uh, I'm paraphrasing. I can't quite remember what mm-hmm. his exact words, but it was something along the lines of like, you know, if you prepare, uh, if you prepare to, to win mm-hmm. and you fail, it's either because you didn't prepare as hard as you thought you were uh, right. or you didn't try. Well, yeah. all I can say, Powell coming to town, it, it, it should help out Zach. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So both of you guys had Zach in your guys' lineup. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm going to switch it up just a little bit. Uh, I like Dane, mm-hmm. CJ, Mario, Bazemore, and Hassan for my five okay. five man lineup. I think with that, it's a defensive lineup. Um, you know, I, I really don't see any weak spots. Maybe you know, I don't, I don't want to call them out like CJ or Mario, but I think with the help side, you know, with mm-hmm. Hassan coming over, somebody gets beat, you know, he's gonna erase his shot. Bazemore, like we said earlier, he he's a he's a great guy. Like he's gonna get after it. So. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so that's like the defensive purpose. And then also on offense, like playmaking skills, I think a lot of those guys, most of those guys can, you know, make plays. Yeah. Except for Hassan. I mean, because he, he's going to be the receiving end on most of those things. But uh, with Dame, CJ, Mario, and Bays, they can all make plays. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, whoever's going to defend us, they can't, they can't gamble. Like, they got to be smart right. going against us. So, yeah, that's my five-man lineup that uh, Brody, he asked us that question, who's our five-man lineup. 
Um, but that's yeah, that's my five right there. Mm. What do you guys think? Eh, no, no, I like. I mean, okay. we just me and you switched off the Zach and Baysmore. Okay, yeah. pretty much the same thing with Dame, CJ, Mario, and Whiteside. Mm. Yeah, it's so. same. It was just Whiteside for for Collins, a little more defensive edge. Right. Uh, whereas I was looking for a little more like spread type set. Mm. Uh, it's good to have these options. Yes. You know, it's good it's to have. It's a good problem it's to good. have. It's Terry Sotts is going to have his hands full, but uh, in Stotts we trust. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Got to get back to the Western Conference Finals, you know? Yes, sir. So uh, the last time we were together, we were talking about Marvin. Oh, yeah. Marvin. But now we got another center, uh, former center. <laughs> Uh, who wanted to take some shots at Dame? The Shaq Diesel man. <sighs> what, what, what are your what are your guys' thoughts on the on the rap beef with Dame and Shaq, man? I mean, we'll let you go last because you the you're the resident MC. Okay, okay. You, you know the cadences and yeah. all that. Uh, I'm probably the least experienced here, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go with Dame because here's the thing: like, if you're gonna take somebody else's beat and somebody else's cadence mm-hmm. and run it the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could do that. You give me a day and a half, I could. Oh, a day and a half. I All could right. write something now. <laughs> no, no, MC. I can't do it All in right. an afternoon. <laughs> I got to sure, sleep on sure. it. But like, I could, I could take somebody's song and just take their lyrics out and do everything in the same rhythm, the same cadence, all that stuff. Right. Wouldn't be that great, but mm-hmm. I could make it happen. Uh, whereas Dame, on the other side, was doing his own beats. You know, he was doing his own lyrics, his own style, and so for that reason, I gave the edge to Lillard. I mean. Shaq was taking. Shaq was not pulling any punches. Right. Like, let's be real. That, yeah. What do you think? That second one was one that Shaq made. It was really hard to follow and listen yeah. to. That's what I'm saying. Look at how you talk. You be talking saying. like this. Yeah. I'm one, one, come at yeah, you, I, dollar. I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. Like I like of, Shaq though. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was fun to see that all go down. A but. lot of people were saying like, "Oh, I stopped after the first thirty <laughs> seconds. Right. Couldn't even listen to it." Um, you know, Dames was very. Um, unique because it's just it's actually how he you know raps in mm-hmm. general so right and like his flow is very just embedded into the, the beat I don't know where he got is that his own beat do we know like I don't know yeah we got we got we got hit up Dane one time but like, man yeah. where'd you get those beats from man <laughs> yeah but uh, me personally you know I like lyricism what are you saying you know your flow right. could be yeah. cool whatever but what are you saying and um, but let's talk about how it all started you know I want to say Dame was on the East Coast. He was getting interviewed. Yeah, um, yeah. I forget who it was. I think Joe Budden or one, yeah, one of the. Yeah, uh, okay, it was, Joe, it was Joe Budden. And then he said, Do you think, you know, one of the greatest of all time rapping? And then Dame said, You know, I feel like I'm better than Shaq or something like that. He didn't say it straight up like that. Okay. Yeah, he I'm says I'm like he's the best NBA yeah. rapper. Rapper, okay, yeah. that's what it was. Or the best just, rapper to ever be in the NBA. He was okay. saying he's the best artist. And, you know, he was like giving props to Shaq by saying, Yo, like, you know, he's the one that got everyone, like these uh, players to be able to just be artists too at the same right. time. I guess Shaq somehow took it the wrong way and, and, <laughs> and flipped and, the script and came that out. way. Yeah. Which, yeah, Dame was no way, like he even said it in an interview that that's not how he meant it. Right. But, you know, Shaq took it the wrong way. And then that first one, I did like what he was saying. He was, he was kind of going at Dame, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, um, he was listening to all the shooting. point guards coming out of Oakland, you know, yeah. Yeah. Jay Kidd and even the other guard, uh, Isaiah Ryder, you mm. know, everybody. <laughs> and then he was saying, you're not even Curry, you know, so. Isaiah Ryder. Yeah, I mean, you know, Shaq was going kind of hard at him. So I gave I gave Shaq a little bit more on that one. But then Dame came back. With the rain, rain, go away. With I the think. rain, rain, yeah. which is a play on, you know, yeah. the rain. You can't stop the rain. One of Shaq's songs back mm-hmm. in the day, you know. But, um. I think Dame did get him, you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit. He did spit some facts saying, oh, Kobe won him a couple rings and, you know, <laughs> Flash carried you. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Shaq was a beast back in the day. Yeah. No so, dispute there. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of, you know, I kind of took away points from Dame. But, Dame, uh, <laughs> Dame kind of took a shot at one of our own, too, Damon Stoudemire. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 like, yeah I'm yeah. dollar, but not for dollar sign. Only Dame you beat was 2000. That was Damon Stoudemire. Right. So I, I did like that line. Mm-hmm. He spit some facts on that. So, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, Dame, Dame did win the overall battle. Um, yeah. I think Shaq making a second song, like a song, like a Drake yeah. this song, you know, back to back or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, I can see it like that. I was like, ah, it is time to give it up. So <laughs> I did notice uh, before the preseason game when we we're playing the Nuggets, they were talking about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Jalen Rose and it might have been Chauncey. Mm-hmm. It was Jalen Rose and somebody else. And uh, they both were like, they said the same thing. Like the reason 
we're picking Dame is because he came, uh, he was original. Right, right. He wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. going off what somebody else did and just changing it up. Right. And that's exactly how I felt about it, too. So at least we get a little bit of love with the national press. Now, do you think, I hope this is the end of the beef because I don't want to be a distraction in the in the yes. season, you know. Yeah. Do you think this is done? Do you think Dame's going to get any more rap battles, beefs in, during the season? I think, it, I think it might stay quiet, but here's okay. what I'm going to be watching for. That first TNT Blazer game, oh, right? Because <laughs> you know, Dane, you know, Dane's probably gonna want to put up forty and get that post game interview. Right, right. <laughs> Shaq might have that, something. That'd be the perfect time to That's like just, LA just drop some four bars. Is it four bars the Clippers? Like the, Clippers. Yeah. the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like opera. That's catch him off guard. It is. Just like it hit is. him real quick with a couple bars. <laughs> it is four so. bar Friday. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I hope it's not gonna be a distraction, man. Because um, like, like, like. Uh, Dame said, you know, hit their mindset has to be championship season this year, you know, mm-hmm. and so you can't have distractions. You know, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of fans have been ripping on him a little bit saying, yo, Dame, just stick to playing basketball. We need you to win a championship. Come right. But that's yeah, like, that's but, like old yeah. man sitting on yeah, the porch. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is. I'm not you know, working you look at hard the, enough. You look at the profiles on, on Facebook right, and you're yeah. like, all right. Every <laughs> time I see that, I'm just like, oh, he's not working hard enough. Like, right. Like, I guarantee on, you he only spends like 20, 30 minutes just to make that. And it's, recording is yeah. done. It's know, like, so. And it's, you know, he's got a life. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to do what they want when they're not, you know, working. Exactly. Uh, he's, he's, and he's, he's grinding just because he's not posting his videos online. He's grinding. Right. No doubt about that. Now, another distraction that could probably happen through the season is Hassan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not 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 talking about his gameplay or anything like that, but you know he's on this on this deal that's very favorable come trade deadline. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like twenty seven mil. Yeah, expiring contract. So what what do you think about that? Do are we going to keep him? Or are we going are we going to ship him out? You know, I just think it's too hard to like even decide that right now, especially mm-hmm. since we still haven't seen what he can do in the season. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could. See, I don't think he's gonna be pushed out unless something mm-hmm. like crazy happens in the locker room where something doesn't mesh well where yeah. I could, you know if the worst case scenario i think it could be nurkic and him feuding oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over something you know yeah, even who gets, something the, who gets a playing time yeah right, right. plus nurk's a little bit of a jokester yeah you know oh, yeah. you know jabs at him but you know that's that's the thing what's that's the great thing about having dame in there in the locker room is mm-hmm. being able to just and pal now uh, you know be like hey yeah. dude, just, just shut up yeah like, they'll, they'll shut that down real on. quick and so you're saying we're gonna we're gonna keep him for the whole year, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, but I just, I it's so hard to, you know, to even think about it right yeah. now. Okay, I think it all. I mean, obviously, it all falls on him. But, but what I'm saying is, like, I think it all boils down to if he can accept that role when Nurk comes back, because Nurk's coming back. Oh yeah, like there's no back. doubt about it. Yeah. Some people I've seen. I mean, I don't know who they these people are, but I've seen people like maybe Nurk's going to be traded because Hassan's going to be the starter. I'm like. Nah, Man, we're like, not trading Nurk. We picked yeah. up Cantor. You didn't think we were going to trade Nurk. Yeah. Like, but uh, Nurk is our guy, man. But, I mean, he's on a contract year. Uh, he's not going to get what he's making now, uh, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but he's on a contract year. Uh, he's got to work hard if he wants to get another payday. He's getting $27 million this year. Uh, if he wants to be in the, you know, the double, the 10-plus the mil, he's got to mm-hmm. work hard. And this is a this is kind of a make-or-break year for him. Because right. if, if he's a cancer and he can be identified as, like, an issue and why the Blazers aren't doing well, right. you know, hypothetically. And we're not saying that he's going to be. No. Because I think, I think, like I said, with him working with CJ in the yeah. offseason and, you know, Nurk being the jokester and yeah. Kyle being the old head of the group, like it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real and good you, chemistry. And right. you always gotta like, people, players don't just go from one team and have the exact same role and fit in another team. Right. And so like, if he's on, if he wasn't, you know, too pleased with how things were going in Miami, you gotta think, okay, he's on a team that's a borderline playoff team in the East. He's the highest played player on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of feel, you you could feel some type of way about it. You know. Right. But coming into somewhere else where it's like you know you're not the number one option. Uh, but you have a clear defined role and if he really wants to earn that that contract you know which he's very capable of doing when Nurt comes back you know having him come off having a white side come off the bench kind of like what the idea was with with Cantor last year mm. it's like he can have he can be that number one guy or that number two guy in the second unit you know and yeah. uh, and how do you how do you control that like as a as an opposing team 
that was one of the things when for those few games we had Cantor and Nurkic, it was like a one-two punch. Like right. Nurk's gonna kill you, you know, with his his finesse and moves and stuff. And then as soon as he goes out, you got this guy who wants to go after every single rebound, you know, mm -hmm. coming right back in behind him. Nobody has that at the center position. Yeah. I mean, you look at like the track history of Whiteside too. He's gone through a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, you can you can treat the NBA like raising a kid. Like his first year, he was drafted. Uh, you know, and then for the next five or I don't know, I think it was four or five years he was in the G League. Um, mm -hmm. And then, he, you know, he got that hype when he got picked up and he started exploding with the heat. And then I think, you know, he kind of got into that mentality where he's like, I got to prove something every time. And now that I'm not getting this ball, uh, you know, I, I'm just not going to I'm not going to have, you know, like, look what I can do if you just give me the ball. Yeah, because. Mm -hmm. uh 2016, 2017, like he was averaging 17 and 14. Yeah, he was killing you know? it. You yeah, know, wait, wait, how many minutes? Uh, and it was like it probably like 25 minutes. It was 32 30, minutes no, a game. Okay, yeah. You know, so just having the, that that gameplay, that minutes, like yeah. he's going to produce. Yeah. Like there's no way that he's not going mm -hmm. to produce. And um, I just see him like a total upside, man, just being in, in this position, you know? I mean, like even last year, he was averaging 12 and 11 on 23 minutes a game. Right, which right. is crazy. But that, you put that right. per 36, and he's like... Yeah. And it was on Miami. Yeah. Right. Like, you didn't have Dame and CJ there. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, mm -hmm. so what's but, next, man? Well, well, here's one thing I want to ask you, though. If if it doesn't go according to plan, which I'm very... I've, I've not been this optimistic so about a Blazer team okay. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, possibly my whole life. Last year, I was really excited about the team, mm -hmm. you know, but this year I'm like, if these things work out, like this is going to be a, a championship contender. Yeah. Right. If everything goes according to plan. But let's say it doesn't, it breaks down, we end up needing to move that contract. Mm -hmm. uh, is there somebody that you think you might go after? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of variables. The other team's got to be willing yeah. to trade. Who, who, who would you go for, Wayne? Uh, I didn't even think of that. Um, I, I don't know. I, li I like the core that we have right now, especially. I do. It's like, do I really want to move pieces already since we've just moved a lot of pieces out mm -hmm. in the you know off season? Um, that's a good question. I'd have to come back on that question. I so we'll, we'll really revisit we'll this revisit later this. on. Yeah. <laughs> Fans, if you got any ideas, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Let us know about those. Uh, we're always open to hypothetical and, conversations. You know, like I said, again, this is – Season hasn't even started. Let's let's wait. <laughs> Maybe it could go fine. Yeah, you know, let's 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 wait a little bit and see what happens. But so we got two preseason games down. We got another one coming tonight against the Suns mm -hmm. uh, at home. And I know we touched on it a little bit earlier in the in the show uh, about our reactions to those games. But uh, the loss to Denver, one hundred five to ninety four. Yep. Uh, I saw some good things in that game. I saw some not so good things in that game. Um, but the thing I that stood out to me the most, I mean, because these are preseason games, like mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily looking for the final score. I'm looking for the improvement within the game. One thing that stuck stood out to me uh, was their defensive like rotating. They were mm -hmm. hustling a little bit more. It seemed like even for the first game of the preseason, guys knew where they were supposed to be defensively. I saw that. I mean, and Denver hit some shots like. They're a good team. Uh, but I did really like to see that because uh, it's something we didn't have as much in the past. Mm. It was more like we relied on one or two guys to play the, all the defense and everybody else just was like there on help side. But right. this year, it was it, at least in that game, it looked like more of a team effort. Mm -hmm. And that's in a vacuum, so we'll see how it goes. But if they can, if they can improve that defensive end, uh, uh, almost a defensive end position. <laughs> right. I need basketball season to start, please. No, if, if um, no, I think uh, <laughs> it, it was good to see how their defensive presence and everybody rotating, everybody helping out. That was good. That stood out to me too. Um, I like Mario's play, man. Like you mm -hmm. said, he's he's coming in. He wants to push the tempo. He wants to attack the rim. He wants to get people involved. That really stood out to me. Um, so those are two major pluses in my book. Um, the downside is just I think we weren't making any shots. Yeah. Um, like it seems like us not having Curry um, to be able to hit those open shots that that might be a little problem. But mm -hmm. I mean, it is we, just the first game of you know a preseason or whatever. So yeah, we're six for thirty on threes. Yeah, Oof. like that. That was horrible. Oof. Like I saw that. I was like, Ooh, just get, that's it yeah. Yeah. get it out now. Yeah. Just get it out. Just get it out. It was pretty bad. So, but um, like you say, it's just it was the first game. 
preseason, so everybody will get the rhythm, the mm. routines down, and hopefully that will not happen again. Because <laughs> if it does, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, but um, we, we got shooters, like Hassan said. We yeah. got shooters. <laughs> I know? liked. Um, we got a lot of players out there, you know, being able to watch them play. I like Nasir Little. He uh, mm -hmm. he was attacking the paint a lot. He had that sick move on MPJ. Yeah. Oh was, my gosh. Yeah, he did a. I think it was a back. Out, yeah, behind then, the back, behind the left back, to right, and then he. Came yeah. in with the up Underneath. and under. Yeah, that was got that was the and one. That was that was clean. Yeah. It makes me wonder about uh, you know we we talked about how smooth Porter Jr. looks on offense. Right. But if he gets taken to the hole like that by a rookie, I mean I know he's a rookie too, but mm. makes you question how how sturdy he is on that end. But and then like uh, little he's he's an athlete man like he mm -hmm. he's a yeah. horse yeah, you he's know he's like the poor man's Gerald Wallace or a young Gerald Ooh. or Gerald Wallace yeah. you know so. Yeah. I, I like that him. comparison, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's who exactly who he reminds me of. So yeah. he'll, he'll do good. He'll fit in, in our system. Yeah. Well, a lot of this stuff we're just going to have to wait and see on. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's going to wrap it up for us today mm -hmm. here. Uh, like I said at the beginning, make sure you all are following us on Spotify, Instagram, uh, iTunes. Subscribe to our stuff, you know, uh, Facebook. Twitter. We're on everything, man. We we're on, on everything. Anything you use, Literally. we're on there. And if we're not, let us know, and we'll be on there tomorrow. For sure. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your Twitter handle, Lang? Mine is, I think, WangerBanger300. Yeah. 300. Yeah. Look them up, yeah. yeah. You can find me, me on at, Twitter. You can find me at BUrban192 on Twitter. And what about you, Chris? Uh, mine's simple, your boy, Y-A-B-O-Y-C-M-A. -Y and, of course, follow the show while you're there. Uh, check out blazergonian.com. We got those articles that are mm -hmm. starting to kick into gear now from Brody and the other writers. Uh, if you want some of our merch, we got wow. We Got Shooters, Rip City, Rip City on, the on the Ass. You can find those online on Blazergonian, or you can find them at the Cultural Blend store over at the Lloyd Center. Uh, if you'd like to see that in person before you make the purchase like me. I don't do online shopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we also have the 50 Oh, yeah, year. we got the oh, new yeah. ones, yeah. the 50th year anniversary. I think it's going to be a special year. Oh, yeah, I can feel you, There's something in there. Anyway, shout out to Young Jordan for the intro music. Check him out on Spotify. Uh, our behind-the-scenes producers. You're not behind the scene anymore. You're right in front of me now. <laughs> Derek, Brian, Darren's even working on that. AV Rental Services for letting us use this equipment and all this stuff. And uh, as always, Rip, Rip City, City on, on the ass. ass. <laughs>